Hey guys, welcome to Cheesecake and Conversation, where we hope to brighten your day and fill you with hope by sharing biblical truths and real life experience. So grab your slice of cheesecake and let's get started. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. It's Jenny. I hope you are doing amazing. Um, it is now officially summertime in Texas, so we were able to go on a brief vacation last week with the family and go visit some family, and um, it was it was super fun. And I love summer. I am not a big winter girl. I grew up in Colorado. Um, the winters were long and cold and extremely snowy. Um, and so, yes, into my adulthood, I definitely prefer all seasons besides winter. Although I do love a good white Christmas. So, you know, I'm with you there if you love a good white Christmas. But then I'm like, you know, done. Um, the cold temperatures, I'll say real quick, um, here in Texas, it's been really interesting. We moved from Kentucky to Texas. In Kentucky, um, you know, they have pretty mild winters. I mean, it does get cold. They do get some snow, some ice, obviously nothing like Colorado winters. Um, but moving to Texas, I was like, oh, we're going to have such mild winters. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so we got here, you know, almost four years ago. And I will tell you, the winters here are freezing. I don't know if it's because the air, um, you know, like the humidity in the air is different, but I freeze my tuckers off. So anyways, cheers to summer. I hope you guys are starting out your summer amazing. Um, so I wanted to talk today, you know, I was listening to one of my favorite pastors. Um, his church is based out of Tulsa and we listen to him all the time, but he was, um, talking about how he just felt like the Lord, you know, told him, like, you need to go tell as many people as you can that this is a season of unusual acceleration. And uh, we were listening to this sermon while we were driving home, actually, this last week. We got to thinking about it, and we obviously can just take a look at the state of um, our world, um, this, you know, state of our country. Um, just all the things that are going on. And, you know, yes, it is true. There has always been things going on, but the level of things that are going on, you know, currently, um, I mean, nobody has ever seen anything quite like what we are seeing now. And so when we heard this sermon about, you know, unusual acceleration, I thought, yeah, I could see that you know, God really needs his people to step up to the plate. And that is not only reserved for people who are on the platforms, in the pulpits, um, you know, well-known. 
that is reserved for the entire church. And so if you are a follower of Christ, if you're a believer in Christ, um, that includes you. So, you know, he really needs the church to collectively be stepping up right now like we never have before. And um, this this thought of, you know, his people, God's people, Christ, you know, followers, um, disciples, you know, this idea of this unusual acceleration um, for us, it would make sense that he wants to accelerate us at this time in a really profound way because we obviously are representing him here. He, you know, he is not physically here for people to see. So the only Jesus, a lot of times people are going to see, be exposed to, or be around is going to be us. And so this, you know, unusual acceleration, you know, what does that mean? Well, to me, it, that means all the over 600 promises in the Bible to his people. And so he wants to accelerate all of those things because as those things are accelerated, his glory shows more and more. People um, who don't know him, right, are going to become, you know, more inquisitive, more curious, maybe raise an eyebrow a little bit more because they are not going to be able to deny, whoa, like these people are accelerating in all of these areas. Um, you know, of God's promises, you know, what's, what is different there? What's going on there? And that is really what sharing the gospel is all about. You know, it's not just speaking words of, you know, if you just confess Jesus and believe in your heart, yes, that is your way to salvation. But sharing the gospel of Jesus is a completely different thing. This is a way of living. This is a standard of living. Um, and, you know, the fruit of that as God's people, you know, he, he can show off, you know, and I don't mean that by, you know, not talking about like show off, you know, like, uh, like people, you know, in the, in the humanity show off, but, you know, God wants his people to accelerate, to live in abundance to the full. He wants us all to have overflow. And I think a lot of times too, we connect overflow, um, with money or to money. And it can be, obviously, but I think it can be in lots of areas. Overflow flow in, you know, in joy, overflow in good attitudes, overflow in um, just being a blessing, overflow in wisdom, right? That people can come to you and you've got good, godly, foundational wisdom to offer them if they, you know, ask you for something. So when it says in scripture, um, you know, that the devil came to, to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came, you know, John 10, 10, so you could have, um, you know, and live your life, and it says, in abundance to the full till it overflows. And so I really think that overflow is supposed to be in all areas of our life because the overflow, the spill over, right, we're spilling Jesus over onto people who get their attention. And, you know, number one, if they are saved or they do know Jesus, perhaps 
what we're able to showcase because of him will take their relationship with Jesus to the next level. And then on the other hand, maybe they don't know Jesus or maybe they've turned away or maybe they've just struggled, you know, with that journey. And um, so again, our overflow is hopefully going to impact them and bring them into that place, into that relationship with Jesus, right? So this idea of unusual acceleration during this season, and I really hope this message gets out to a lot of people and it can really just get you thinking um, as a follower of Christ, uh, you know, what can we all be doing collectively a little bit better to represent Christ, right? And so we don't do things for Jesus, right? We get to do things with Jesus because of Jesus. And the closer we are to him, the more he influences our decisions in our everyday life. And um, because those decisions are made with him, right? Asking him first, being prayerful first, then we do start to see things shift in our life in this overflow. And so it teaches us, obviously in the Bible, you know, you, you plant the seed and, um, you know, usually you plant the seed and you got to wait a little while and you've got to tend to the seed and then it starts to sprout and then it starts to grow and then you have a harvest. And so this message we were listening to, he was talking about how that process, God is about to really speed up that process for his people because the season that we are in, the state that the world is in, the state that our country is in, um, he needs to accelerate it a little bit more so that his glory is going to show now more than it's ever, ever shown, right? Like, again, kind of quote unquote, show off um, for the purpose of bringing more people to Christ not only for salvation, but so that they can also have the overflow in their life. So um, again, I always go back to, so if God's promises don't change, if it is a season of, you know, unusual acceleration for his people, um, for his glory, for salvation, uh, really for his people, I mean, for his children, you know, um, I mean, gosh, you know, he doesn't want anybody not to have their salvation. So the Worst state that you see, or I should say, as things continue to get worse and worse and worse, what we see around us, I imagine that God's unusual acceleration for his people is going to become more and more and more. And so I really just want to encourage everybody, including myself and you know our family, my husband, that we really need to step into just next level, next level, next level with Jesus. Um to get to be a part of this unusual acceleration and to get to be a part of what's about to happen, um, you know, for, for people and, and just seeing the church continue to grow and grow and explode and explode and explode because of the acceleration that God is going to provide um, in hopes to bring more people to him. So how do we, you know, for lack of a better term, get, get in on this, right? Like, how do we get a piece of this pie? I went in on this unusual acceleration. 
I want in on working for Jesus. I want in on helping people get saved. I want in on watching people's lives be transformed. Um, I know what Jesus has done for me. I know he can do it for other people. I want in on that. So, you know, we ask ourselves that question. God does not change. So the only person that needs to change would be us. So a few things that we can do to continue this journey, but to step into this unusual acceleration, step into this season where we can see just movement and blessing and miracles happening in our lives like we've never seen before, right? Again, you know, God wants that for us and he wants it not just for us, but he wants it for the overflow, guys. He wants it overflowing and spilling over onto everyone else that is around us so they will go do what we're doing and seeking him radically and consistently and reprioritizing their life and refocusing on their God-given purpose and all of those things. So he doesn't need to change anything. We need to change it. To step into this, we have to be the people that are making the adjustments, that are doing better. So, um, you know, we can believe for all the blessings. We believe for all of his promises. We believe for this unusual acceleration. You know, but at the end of the day, we have to be mature enough to go to him and say, what are the areas I need to do better in? You know, reveal those areas to me. Give me wisdom in those areas. Um, do I need to be a better, you know, steward with my things? You can't believe God for more things if you don't take care of what you already have, right? Do um, I steward, you know, my finances well? Do I have a budget? Am I mindful? Am I um, generous? Am I selfish? <laughs> you know, do I waste money? Um, you know, am I a good steward of what I have? I have, and you know, take these things to God. Ask Him to show you. You know, help me, Lord, do better here. I mean, He's obviously going to show us and help us. And as we improve in those areas, and that's the thing too. He wants us to have this super fast acceleration, but He's got to know that that He can trust us, guys. Like He's got to know. Yes, He's ready. She's ready. Um you know, before he can do it. Again, we are the only ones that stand in our way. <laughs> so going to him and saying, please, Lord, reveal to me and show me, and then asking him for help when doing better in those areas. He does not ever expect perfection. Obviously, that's why Jesus came. But he will know, you know, where where is my heart? Like, where is where is my intent? Is my heart really to please him and to be obedient to him? Am I genuinely wanting to learn to steward my time better, my things better, my relationships better, my money better, um, you know, my parenting better? Am I truly wanting to do that because I care about my level of relationship with the Lord and I care about being obedient and I care about having overflow to spill over into other people's lives? For his glory, like is that the intention, or is the intention, well, God, I really just want all of that because that's what I want, right? So you have to check your intentions too and check your heart. Um, so while you're bringing him those things, just ask him for that level of self awareness. And you know, I catch myself having selfish wants all the time. Um, I catch myself, you know, getting jealous or envious of, 
you know, where someone else is in life or, you know, maybe what they have or what they do. And that's something I really want to do myself. And so I catch myself doing that, that, those things. Um, and you know, you don't have to feel condemned because you feel those things or those things pop up. You just need to take them to him and say, look, I obviously have an issue in this area and I need your help. You know, change my thoughts about this or my um, heart about this or reveal to me what it is I need to do um, or not do better so um, that I don't feel this way anymore. I don't have these thoughts anymore. And, you know, if you really have a true desire in your heart, whether it's, you know, something you want, something you want to do, um, you know, the, the Bible tells us he'll give us the desires of our heart. But and he will, but we need those desires to be in check and in line with the rest of the word of God, right? What's the intention again? Like, is it all just selfish intent? I mean, you can have a desire in your heart and it's completely selfish and self-seeking, you know? So that part doesn't line up with the word of God. But if you really have a desire in your heart, you feel like God put it there and it's just something you can't shake and you really want it and it's for his glory and it's for his kingdom and it's for good, um, then just ask, you know, God, how am I holding myself back? Because God is never holding us back, right? Like, how am I holding myself back from this acceleration? And so um, as we're moving into or going through this season of unusual acceleration, um, I mean, I know for me, you know, I'm going to go to him every day, all day, and just ask, God, show me what I can do better, where you want me, give me the wisdom, help me, you know, have a heart like Jesus, have motives like Jesus, and take away the things that are not in line with your word. Like, help me be rid of those things, you know, just get those things, rebuke those things in the name of Jesus, right? Because those are the things that that get in our way. Those are the things that hold us back. Ask and pray, you know, just like I do, like for that level of maturity, for the level of maturity to be a good steward over the small, right? I mean, every little thing, you know, picking up garbage out on the sidewalk and throw it in the trash can. Be the person that does that. Um, be the person that lets somebody go ahead of you in traffic. You know, be the person that stays calm when everybody else is getting upset. Be the person that reaches out, you know, to someone when nobody else is. You know, all those little things, you know, he sees. And we're being stewards in all of the day-to-day -day things. Make your bed. Take out the garbage. Clean your house, <laughs> clean your car, um, apologize when you need to. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. So um, just, again, just stepping into this, this season of acceleration, he wants that for us. And I think we all would love to have that. So just being mindful, guys, and just taking just going to him in prayer, just taking everything to him in prayer and continuing to seek and seek and knock and knock and, and just keeping on and keeping on and keeping on and trusting that the promises are for you. Like if you know Christ, the promises are for you. And he wants you to have that overflow. He wants you to be a part of this season of unusual acceleration. So can we all just get excited for this season of unusual acceleration for God's people, for Christ's followers, for 
all of the disciples out there that are willing to be loud and proud about Jesus, that are willing to stand strong um, on the foundation of God's word and not stray and allow God to accelerate your life in blessing and abundance and overflow so that we can help accelerate the kingdom of God and people coming to Jesus, not only getting their salvation, but so getting the opportunity to have their own overflow of God working in their lives. So I hope this blessed you today, guys. We're at the 20 minute mark. So you all have a great day and I will see you next time.